Why I liked University of San Francisco is because I could still easily go home. It's not that long of a commute, but I'm also far enough to be like pretty independent, but still be close to home. Mm. That must be exciting. What are your feelings right now? You know, thinking about Um, dorming and moving. uh, Meet Mariel and Chanel. Mariel is an incoming college freshman sitting down and talking to Chanel, who graduated college last year. (laughs) So, like, while you were in Korea, um, mm-hmm. how how did you, like, stay true to your faith and not be easily tempted and influenced while mm-hmm. dorming and being away from home? Ooh, that's a good question. Studies show that there's a growing trend that reveals that some college freshmen aren't just preparing to say goodbye to their families. They're preparing to say goodbye to their faith as well. With newfound freedom and away from the eyes of their parents and temptations everywhere, what can one do to keep their Christian faith strong and thriving while away in college? Setting boundaries is so important. And you have to constantly tell yourself, like, this is a line and this Mm -hmm. is a line that I will not cross. And they say will Mm -hmm. not instead of cannot, because if you say cannot, it's like you're restricting yourself. But if you say Mm -hmm. will not, that puts you in control of your decision that this is something So today we're having that tough conversation. Is it possible to remain as a true and faithful Christian while away in college? A phase in life that the world says is a time for exploration and self-discovery. Or could college actually be a time that can bring a person even closer to God? I'm your host, Elio Garcia Pablo, and you're listening to Making Changes. Mariel was so excited to be asked to be part of this podcast. She starts her freshman year at the University of San Francisco in the fall. She'll be getting advice from Chanel from Hawaii, who moved thousands of miles away from her family and studied in South Korea. We'll hear about real-life experiences and real-world advice from one Christian to another, and learn tips on how to navigate around the changes that come during this part in young adulthood, but always with God by their side. Let's listen in. Hi, Chanel. Thank you so much for being here to talk to me today. <laughs> Hi, Marielle. I'm so happy to, to talk to you today. I'm excited. Yay, me too. I'm so excited as well. So nice to meet you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a bit hot over here, so I'm a, I'm a little bit sweating in nervousness and excitement um, yeah, for today's too. topic. Yeah. <laughs> but I heard you graduated recently. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I graduated. Thankfully, it was an in-person graduation, so oh. I got to have it in person. A lot of students, though, 800 students graduated wow. in my class. <laughs> and you graduated, too? I did. I did. It's like um, during the pandemic back in 2020. So we didn't Mm. have an in-person graduation, unfortunately, because, you know, the Mm. pandemic was pretty new. So everybody was just like on lockdown. I graduated from the University of Hawaii at Manoa. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. It's a pretty big school. And I Mm -hmm. also heard that you'll be moving away as well. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to uh, move to the University of San Francisco, which is just like around 40 minutes away, but I'll be dorming there. You'll be dorming there. So this is your first time being away from your family. 
<sighs> yeah, it is. And did <laughs> did you move away for school too? I did. I <laughs> yeah. When I when I look back on it, I just remember all the good memories and the fun times I had. But it was back in 2017. I mm-hmm. I studied abroad in South Korea for a semester. Oh, and what did you study? Um, basically all things Korean language, Korean history, and Korean culture. Oh. Yeah, yeah, That's I got so it. so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity come to me by a friend. He told me that there's a scholarship that hardly anyone applied to, and if I did it, there's a high chance I'd get it. I just oh. had to turn in paperwork, pass the interviews, and yeah, they pretty much paid for everything, you know, to have the whole experience. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and K-pop is a great motivator, you know, in, in learning new languages, which is what helped me for my major in Korean. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. So what was it like dorming, especially a different country, too? Um, For me, dorming in a different country, it was very exciting very mm-hmm. terrifying but the terrifying didn't come until later you mm. know um when i first heard it you know all that excitement washes away any types of fears mm. um stresses that i had because this like the idea of um studying abroad into a country that you've grown up wanting to travel to to visit ever yeah. since you're a kid like in my yeah. case especially it's just like nope this is I'm all in there's <laughs> like mm. no problem yeah. here at all so mm-hmm. yeah I was very happy and my my parents were excited for me as well so like while you were in Korea um mm-hmm. how how did you like stay true to your faith and not be easily tempted and influenced while mm-hmm. dorming and being away from home oh that's a good question for me, yeah. I I really surrounded myself with, with friends who shared the same goals mm-hmm. and respected my values and boundaries. And one uh-huh. of the biggest culture shocks that I've seen firsthand um, was mm-hmm. the drinking culture in Korea. Like it's it's oh. so common that you you see it in Korean dramas, pop culture, yeah, yeah. even among the most popular K idols. They promote it in their mm-hmm. advertisements. Like it's become True. normalized. And it, uh-huh. it, you can usually, you know, when I, as a student, of course, my friends would, at the time, my classmates would ask me to go out and, and mm-hmm. hang out and drink at the bars with them. Like, they, they mm-hmm. do it every day. Not saying that all Koreans drink every single day, yeah. but, you know, it, it's hard when there's influences left and right, even more so there. And it's not just mm-hmm. in Korea. It's everywhere around the world. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's easy to get caught up and distracted with influences around you but mm-hmm. you keeping that awareness of your boundaries setting boundaries is so important and yeah. you have to constantly tell yourself like this is a line and this mm-hmm. is a line that I will not cross and they say will mm-hmm. not instead of cannot because if you say cannot it's like you're restricting yourself but if you say mm-hmm. will not that puts you in control of your decision that this is something you're mm-hmm. not going to do and don't be afraid to tell people no. Like, don't be embarrassed if okay, your values yeah. are different from from others. Because sometimes, you know, like, you think that they're going to react weird or they're mm-hmm. going to look at you differently. Like, yeah. no, really, like, if you just say no, they'll be like, okay. Because sometimes it's just as simple as that. And if they ask why, it's, it's you can just tell them and they'll be like, okay, cool. I understand. It's fine. You know, and if they keep pushing, maybe these are the types of people that you shouldn't be around, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, 
you know what's right from wrong Mm -hmm. and don't put yourself in a position where your boundaries are compromised and honestly, mm. I'm just really grateful for the friends and family I've made in the local of Yongsan and Ansan. Shout out to them. They were yeah. always there to keep me busy in my duties in the children's worship service or even in INC radio. And attending mm. so all of the activities there in Korea, it was so amazing. Mm. It really kept me away from those types of influences and mm. reminded me of the foundation of my faith. <laughs> wow. I really... Oh, wow. That's really good advice. What stuck out to me the most was Uh to not be afraid to say no. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I really value friendships, especially um, even in high school where I already know everyone. But Mm -hmm. now going into college where I won't know anyone. I even in my high school, no one there is going to USF. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to be surrounded by new faces and yeah. I would, I would of course love to like make some friends. And I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I do end up um, just so for them to stay my friend. I'll end up like doing certain things. We're like, okay, sure, I'll do this with you. Mm. But is it isn't anything bad? But I would just really want to stay friends with people. So I just really like the advice you say about making sure like you have your own boundaries for yourself. And mm-hmm. knowing who your right friends are for yourself mm-hmm. and who has a good influence on you. No, I completely yeah. understand, Marielle, because I, I was like you at that point, too. You know, like mm-hmm. I was passive. I didn't know how to stand my ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, once you make that first step, everything else mm-hmm. will be easier. Okay. Yeah. And um, also, because also I've been praying to just like, uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that this to God that this is going to be a positive experience for me and like I can tell you right now from the college applications to right now in my um, USF endeavors like God has literally been there for me and his timing with all of this college things is so perfect because um, like mm-hmm. even from the SATs like I'm, I hate taking tests. So even in my devotional prayers, like at one point I was like, God, please like just let the SATs disappear so I won't have to take them anymore. And the next day <laughs> they canceled because of the pandemic. So I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, so I didn't have to take the SATs and then skip to when I'm starting to apply for colleges. And I decided to mm-hmm. apply to seven colleges. And wow. uh, I got rejected from five of them and waitlisted actually mm-hmm. to USF. And I actually mm-hmm. got accepted to the one that I least wanted to go to. So, you know, oh, yeah. I was definitely a mm-hmm. bit sad and I was praying to God like, please just let this be a positive thing for me and for it all to work out for me. And then uh, I decided to um, go to the other college that I got accepted to and wait mm-hmm. out USF, U- the USF waitlist. And mm-hmm. um, actually, at one point, I stopped praying about USF because, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I got a bit let down and I was just really sad and I told my dad that and my dad said no like keep praying about USF even if it's just waitlisted you still have a chance so I was like okay sure so uh I 
put USF back into my devos. And the next week, uh, I got a text from USF saying that there's space open in their school. And then I got accepted into USF. So I literally got accepted into the school that I most wanted to get into and then the school that I least wanted to get into. But at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, like, I got accepted in the school that I wanted to. And I was like, like, this, it's just so shocking. So, you know, in in those types of situations, those are really mm -hmm. like lessons or you can't from God where he's kind of teaching you like to Mm -hmm. be patient or any types of things. So I, I'm so happy for you and I'm so excited for you. So what are you going to end up studying and how far are you going to be away from home again? Um, So I'm going to be studying nursing, which Ooh. also, yeah, and I was surprised too because I know that their nursing program is really competitive. So God like really blessed me with that as well. And um, I'll be like 40 minutes away from home. And also why I liked University of San Francisco is because I could still easily go home. It's not that long of a commute, but I'm also far enough to be like pretty independent, but still be close to home. Mm. So, yes. I see. I see. That must be exciting. What are your feelings right now? You know, thinking about Um, dorming and moving. uh, Well, Funny you ask that because, like, this morning I got uh, an email, oh, 20% off, like, all mattresses and all of, <laughs> like, the beddings. But, mm-hmm. I mean, right now I'm pretty excited for it. There are there are moments where I'm out either going out with a friend or just kind of out by myself. And I kind of, like, you know, think about my family a bit and mm-hmm. just, like, oh, okay. And even my sister was like, oh, when you were out with your friend – um daddy said that this is what it's going to be like when you're out in college mm. and I'm just like mm. oh yeah so <laughs> did you get homesick in Korea a bit um you know what <laughs> because I was so excited it actually <laughs> didn't hit me until later when oh. um I think towards the end of my um my scholarship program when mm-hmm. everybody's leaving classes are finishing and mm-hmm. like I had to move out of my dorms and into like a into an Airbnb to stay until my flight um, mm-hmm. was out. And, you know, when I experienced that loneliness, that's mm-hmm. when everything started hitting me and, and you know, falling on me because, uh, you know, moving is stressful to, yeah. to begin with, you know. And, yeah. like, so at that time, like, as soon as I got settled in, in the Airbnb that I was going to stay at, I just, mm-hmm. I cried it out, honestly. And I mm-hmm. cried a lot. And mm-hmm. I can easily laugh about it now, but when mm-hmm. I look back and think about how much better I felt, I realized that allowing yourself to accept those emotions and mm-hmm. feel, it, it's a great way to exercise healthy coping mechanisms. Like mm-hmm. your mind may want to focus on healing, on getting rid of that pain, but the mm-hmm. physical act of crying also allows for your body to catch up to those emotions and express yeah. that pain. Because, you know, when you have heavy feelings of sadness or any deep negative feelings, it, it affects you physically. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And I know that there's an ongoing stigma that expressing your emotions mean that you're soft or it's something to feel shameful about. But mm-hmm. it's important to accept those emotions and just let it out otherwise you might turn to other negative vices or influences Mm, that would make things worse you know yeah and we're taught 
as Christians to pray and give all of your worries onto God. Every single thing that you're stressed, you're worried about, you like from happy to bad, like you tell you tell it to God. And if you can be real to God with everything、mm-hmm. you're going through, why not also be real with yourself and face what's in、mm-hmm. front of you instead of avoiding it? And that's、yeah. what I had to learn and deal with while I was dorming away from my family as a student.、Um, so I also wanted to ask,、um, yeah,、uh, while you were in college,、um, mm-hmm. uh, what did you major in? So、mm-hmm. in early in high school, I already decided that I wanted to to do journalism, and、mm-hmm. I've been doing journalism all through my community college years up until、mm-hmm. university. But、wow. at the last minute, I changed to Korean. So. How did you manage to balance studies, extracurriculars, and church duties and activities all at the same time? I'm gonna tell you, it's not easy. <laughs> I know. Even saying that question, I was like, "Oh, I feel the stress already."、Oh, yes, right. <laughs> well, as someone who has gone through it,、um, for、mm. me, it was. Understanding what my priorities were, and knowing、mm-hmm. the full scope of each of my responsibilities, so I can gauge、mm-hmm. what I need in order to accomplish all of my tasks.、Mm-hmm. I'm gonna admit、okay. I'm not like the best multitasker, but、Me、I always、too. try my best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And、um, I used to be so strict with the schedule that I wrote in my planner to help me keep organized, and I、mm-hmm. I organized every single day down to the minute. Like I would finish、wow. this class at this time, I would go、mm-hmm. to work at this time, all of that.、Mm-hmm. I would have you know devotional prayer at this time.、Mm-hmm. But you know, no matter how well you plan, unfortunately,、mm-hmm. life doesn't work that way. And、yeah. how I reacted, it was so bad. I used to malfunction or freak out when like a、mm-hmm. class gets moved up, an appointment gets、mm-hmm. rescheduled, or when two activities conflict with each other. But what I did is like once I reminded myself that it's not my fault, and these things are out of my control. It opened my mind for a new solution to tackle the issue at hand, and you know that's also when sacrifice comes in. And sacrifice.、Mm, yes, it's never easy. That's why it's called sacrifice. But you have、mm. to prepare your heart for times when you're gonna have to make a sacrifice and choose between two things. And、mm. that's also why I have my daily prayers. And in my prayers, I always make sure to ask God for the knowledge to prioritize what's important. And I also pray for the strength. I need to make those sacrifices because it's going to take a lot of strength. I'm telling you to make those、yeah. difficult decisions. And you know what? You never know. God will open up a Plan C that will make everything fall into place. And so, even though it was hard to juggle it all with duties and school, why did you decide to try and do it all? You know, I always felt that it was worth it in the end. You know, for one, it kept me away from doing bad things. Two. Um, school benefited me for my career, my future, and giving me the education I needed. And performing my duties gave me the spiritual encouragement and upliftment that I needed to continue on in my current life. You know, like the、yeah. teachings that you hear in the worship service or in any of the activities, they're there to guide you on how life is, how life will be like, and. I, even though it was so hard, it was so it was such a struggle, just knowing that. God always had my back. He was always、mm. there, answering my prayers and granting me blessings, whether I knew it or not. He was always、mm-hmm. there to make sure that you know I was okay in whatever decision I made, as long as I 
I, I stayed close to him and I remained in constant communication with God because I know mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, as we're taught in the worship services, God will always guide you to a bright path. And that is something I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, like, of course, who doesn't want a bright path? So, of course, you know, yeah. I have to make the sacrifices yeah, yeah. I need to. Yeah. So there are more benefits to um, to doing so yeah sophomore year of high school I started to do devotional prayers and now like I can't I can't sleep unless I do my devotional <laughs> prayer because, <Same>. yeah <laughs> and all I know is that like at the end of the day like everything will work out when God is like on my side and whenever mm-hmm. God is with me everything will work out like my friends they'll tell me well everything works out for you luck is on your side and I was mm-hmm. like nodding but in my head I was like it's God like this is all God like every single thing that's happened and every single thing that I'm thankful for it's all because of God and that's why I always just thank him in my prayers like oh thank you like because it all worked out for me of course like there were times in high school where like I just didn't know what my future is gonna be like and I was Mm -hmm. definitely scared but eventually everything worked out and everything will work out in the future too Uh, how crucial do you think it is to have lots of church friends while in college to help you stay strong in your faith? Oh, I, I think it's completely important. It's of utmost important to have a lot of yeah. church friends because yeah. one, like, who who wants to be lonely? Like, it's okay mm. if you want to be alone, but loneliness is different. And you need those friends to be there to support you through every up and down that you have especially when there are times when it's difficult for, you know, for you yourself to see the positive in things. And Mm -hmm. having those church friends, they are the ones who share the same values and Mm -hmm. understand your boundaries. You all are on the same path in life. And at the same time, you can also trust them to call you out whenever something Mm -hmm. bad happens or when there's something that you shouldn't be doing. You know, mm-hmm. and we all need those friends to tell us, like, like what kind of friends would we be if we allow our friend to do something that would harm them? You know, mm-hmm. and we can yeah. always trust that our church friends would be the one to to take care of us and make sure mm-hmm. we're not gonna do anything that's gonna harm us physically, emotionally, especially spiritually. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you've said. Like here, as Benhees, as teenagers in the church, Mm -hmm. we have a deeper understanding of each other. How did you deal with learning philosophies or other beliefs that went Mm -hmm. against our Christian beliefs? Like, for example, like philosophy classes that may question God's existence. Yeah. And with like literature also questions God's existence as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. And funny yeah. enough, I did take a philosophy class and I did oh. take a, a world religions class. Well, I really just took it with a grain of salt because in the end, you know, you can learn about all these interesting um, religions, where they came mm-hmm. from and philosophies are, um, you know, kind of way of life. I I understood where my faith was. I knew like at least, you know, through the Bible studies that we've taken before we even got baptized, that already sets the foundation and basis of who God is. And I think what a lot of people don't realize um, whenever it comes to having, uh, 
questions about your faith or about the Bible, especially in my world religions class, you know, like I was mm-hmm. so curious about how other religions came to this conclusion or how, yeah. you know, why they believe that God is their God, you know? Yeah. And the one thing we take for granted as members of the church of Christ is asking, you know, just mm. ask a minister. That's, yeah. that's all it is, you know, like that's don't true. come to conclusions on your own because, you mm. know, if you ask a minister, these are people who have studied intensively the Bible for years and have gotten certification on that. Like who would know better? Who would be a better mm-hmm. source of, of knowledge than the ministers that we have? They're always there ready to answer all your questions. Mm-hmm. And th- we encourage it actually. And, you know, I was so grateful that, you know, one of my overseeing CFO ministers um, was my source of asking asking questions and he would always answer them and he's always patient with me. So that really wow. helped me to understand and strengthen my faith all the more. Wow. Yeah. Um, in my literature classes and with the books that we read too, it, mm-hmm. um, there's like my literature teacher, he was and like an atheist and he was oh, pretty okay. vocal to the class about it. Uh And um, everyone else was pretty vocal about their beliefs, too. Mm -hmm. And when we would read certain articles about it and Mm -hmm. like religious studies, like my eyes were reading, but my mind was like, I know the (laughs) truth. I'm good. Like, like, (laughs) I know to have that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Chanel, for your time and for your amazing and helpful advice about college. No problem. It's truly a pleasure to have met you and to talk about these things. I think it's really important to bring up, especially for incoming college students like you. Yeah, your advice really, really helped me. And I'm going to think about it all the time. And when I start school, (laughs) I'll remember Mm. this and I'll listen back to this podcast and hear my weird voice. And I'm Mm -hmm. really happy and appreciative that I got to do this with you. You know what? If if anything, I'll always be here. Feel free to message me on my socials if you need help, advice, talk about K-pop or learn Korean <laughs> phrases. I am here for you. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi guys. Oh. Hello. Hi. <laughs> well, you know, I'm listening and I just I I can tell Mariel how much you really, I know you guys just met for this podcast, but when I first asked you if you wanted to be part of this podcast, you were so excited and eager. How important is it, do you think, especially for incoming freshmen, to get this kind of insight before, you know, starting this new chapter in your life? Um, Well, I really wanted to have more guidance and more articulate and clear advice and stories to hear about this too so I could hear actually what you experience as well like this actually comforted me and it really made me feel secure as a member who will be exposed to a lot of worldly things Mm. and for for you Chanel what piece of advice do you wish someone told you your freshman year that could have Mm -hmm. helped you that you now share with you know uh, students like Mariel that's about to start college? I I wish someone told me to keep your mind open, but keep your heart guarded. Mm. 
it's so easy to get carried away with the excitement of starting out at a new place that you might lose a sense of yourself in the midst of exams and meeting new people. Mm-hmm. But also be on guard from people who probably focus on too much fun or have different priorities from you. Just protect your heart at all times. Protect your faith because those values are what makes you shine the brightest. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> I wish that someone told me to be prepared for change. That phrase itself is, you can easily take it for granted. But had I known all the changes I would have gone through in my start of my whole college career, it would have helped a lot because, you know, as people, we're we're constantly learning and growing and developing as our own individuals. You know, our opinions that we have had before may change now and and our outside surroundings may change. We may also lose a few friends along the way, but the one thing that remains constant is yourself. So you should love yourself throughout this whole process of change. And, and as we're preparing for change, we always should make sure to leave room for God's will. That is what has helped me the most. That is what has helped me with my perspective and how I should carry on through life with every, um, with every trial that I've gone through. And, you know, as long as I place my trust in him and I talk to him with my heart uh, in every single prayer, I, I know that I'll never truly be alone. Uh, Well, speaking of change, since our podcast is is called Making Changes, (laughs) what do you think is the biggest change that you went through in your four years of college, meaning the freshman Chanel? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And then the college graduate Chanel. Within those, those years, what do you think was the biggest change in you that either you had to make or just naturally happened? Mm. the biggest change that my biggest change um that I've dealt with from you know my freshman self to my graduate self is my relationship with God um as a child you know or as a child like growing up you know I've always understood where my faith was and who God is and what role he placed in my life but in my college years I've felt loneliness deep, deep sadness and feelings of being miserable that I had no one to turn to. And that really forced me to, um, pushed me to talk to God at all times. And in, you know, leaning towards God and in being patient with the lessons that he has taught me, um, it, it really has helped me with the perspectives on how I should be the world, how I should be the future, and, you know, how... I am supposed to be at my very best self. Would you say that college is a is a time in someone's life where it can either bring you closer to God in your case or bring you further away from God? Do you feel like, like college is or? Yeah, do you think college is that pivotal time in someone's life they can do either or and so it's really about the choice of making of making that choice to consciously draw closer to God, but it has to be a conscious choice to do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, College is one of those um, pivotal moments in your life only because the amount of temptation that is there, 
Like it's it's so concentrated within your college years that you're always going to have to fight. Not to say that there won't be other pivotal moments in your life, but college is the one you should definitely look out for if you do decide to go to college. Mm -hmm. Well, I learned a lot. But I just want to say thank you guys. And I, I think that you both, um, I well, we hope that this conversation is going to, is going to help a lot of college students listening out there who may be mm -hmm. quietly struggling, right? And uh, we hope that this uh, little conversation will help them, will help everybody mm -hmm. strengthen their faith in some way. So thank you guys for your time. And con uh, good luck, Mariel, in uh, college yes. in the fall. And Chanel, God has definitely, uh, you know, carved your path for you and, uh, and even bring you closer to him. So... Thank, Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank we really you. appreciate the opportunity, Paul. Yes, this is We really hope we fun. answered all your questions. Yeah. Thanks to Chanel and Mariel, who were kind enough to open their hearts to us for this episode. And as always, if you found value in what you heard today, share it with someone starting college in the fall. And if you'd like to see the faces behind the voices, check out our Instagram account at Making Changes Podcast. Thanks for listening. And may your change uplift you.